the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call Lawn Doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com, or call them 401-392-1025. Listening to the John DePietro Show. Joining us right now is the Director, Northeast Regional Communications for the Republican National Committee, and it's our friend Rachel Lee. Rachel, uh, thank you for joining us on the John DePietro Show. John, thank you so much for having me. Let's start off. Uh, boy, the Biden economy plan to try to get people back to work, uh, obviously not working. Again, another very disappointing jobs report. That's right. And uh, today, you know, we're, we are seeing that it has fallen short yet again. We had those drastic numbers in April. And again, today, we are simply seeing the consequences of Joe Biden's policies that have, you know, essentially just held back our workforce. And ultimately, that is what is hurting our economy. And Rachel, uh, in looking at the numbers, this is again, it's way down. But, you know, it's pretty simple. You go different places. You have high unemployment, but you have a worker shortage. And this is very simple. If if you pay people not to work, they won't go into work. That's right. And, you know, we've also had these school closures, the expanded unemployment benefits like you're like you're talking about. I mean, you have to ask yourself if you're a single working mom, how are you how are you handling that? How is your budget going? You know, if your, your kids aren't in school, what about small businesses, people who have built their whole lives around this and now hit after hit, the Biden administration is coming from them. And, um, you know, honestly, they can't hire workers and they can't do it all themselves either. Folks, again, uh, we're speaking with Rachel Lee, Director of Northeast Regional Communications for the Republican National Committee. And Rachel, here's the problem. You know, in uh, in this part of the country, you know, summer months, tourism, that's when so many businesses make their money. And it's just so common right now uh, that because of these extra benefits that the Biden administration has has put forward that restaurants can't be open as long as they want to be. They can't do uh, takeout. Uh, there's different services that they can't offer. And and this is it. This is their window in order to make money. And, and once it evaporates, it, it's gone. Exactly. And, um, you know, this is honestly just a heartbreaking turn of events here after an already difficult year when things should be reopening and bouncing back. We just have Memorial Day weekend, which many look to as the start of the summer and the start of the tourism um, industry really kicking off for the year. And unfortunately, that's not what we're seeing. And it's certainly having an impact on families' pocketbooks. Um, It's having an impact on our economy. And and long term, we have to ask, you know, how long can we handle this sort of um, just disaster that we're seeing from the Joe Biden administration. And and Rachel, just so people understand, you know, what are the the new job numbers and what what should they have been, especially when you have a situation where you have a high unemployment but a job shortage. I mean, that's that's a major that's right. major problem. But wh- where are they? Obviously, I mean, nothing could be as devastating as last month, but where are they and where right. should they be? So, you know, today we saw that we had 559,000 new jobs that were added in May. Um, and this 
certainly fell short of um, the projections and your reference of April, I will say there was a revised number to 278,000 jobs added. So less than 300,000 in April. And um, just a reminder for folks, they have predicted that there would be nearly a million jobs added in April alone. So if you combine May's numbers, along with April's numbers, we're still not even at that nearly 1 million mark that was projected for April. So this is just a devastating um, report here, one after the next, and it's just falling below predictions. And and ultimately, you know, they don't want to talk about this, but this is hitting our workers and families the most. It's hitting our small businesses. And, and these are the people that Joe Biden said that he would fight for. And yet we see turn after turn, you know, he's just pulling the rug out from under them. Now, as far as Rhode Island, I mean, I believe the state unemployment is higher than the national average, but you have this this dynamic that they simply can't get the workers. You have, you know, restaurants can't be open as much as they want to be. Regular service business, you go in somewhere, there's plenty of empty cash registers. They don't have the workers to run them. You have long lines, terrible service. Business have to cut, uh, you know, the hours that they operate. So there's, there's a real effect where the regular consumer is being affected by poor service, limited hours. Instead of things being booming, um, it, it, it's just the opposite. It's And then it, it just adds to this discontent that people still have with coming out of, you know, the whole business and, and the mess and uh, the disaster rollout as far as the mask mandate. That's right. And I, I think another thing to keep in mind here is that these small businesses have already been pushed into a corner for so long. We're seeing... Um, just general commodity prices continuing to rise. And so, you know, it's costing more for restaurants to put food on the table, um, but they're also dealing with the fact now that they can't bring in workers. And so while their costs are rising, their uh, revenue is continuing to plummet as they're not able to seat as many people because they don't have they don't have the staff. They're not able to stay open the hours that they would have projected for summer hours, you know? And so it's one problem on top of another. And yet we're just seeing a continued trend here that is, uh, just very disheartening and honestly is, is the consequence of all of the warnings really that Republicans have been given for all this time that these COVID relief packages are absolutely nothing to help the American worker. Um, in fact, it's actually just hurting them. Folks, again, um, we're speaking with Rachel Lee, Director of Northeast Regional Communications for the Republican National Committee. Now, Rachel, also this week, the Republican RNC announced maybe something different, but boycotting the presidential debates, which would be for, obviously, for 2024. Now, we have a long way to go, but tell us, tell us a little bit about what's behind that. That's right. So the chairwoman um, has outlined just several necessary reforms that, I mean, I think that we all saw last fall how that went. You, you have a commission on presidential debates um, that moved a debate to a virtual format without even trying to have candidates on stage together. They skipped attempts for that at all uh, there in October. Um, they have a horrible track record of vetting and selecting moderators. I mean, you see their clear bias just turn after turn. Um, and then they also have a board of directors that uh, right now goes pretty much unchecked as a partisan organization. And um, these, these things are honestly reforms that should have been in place a long time ago. Chairwoman McDaniel um, is strongly encouraging that these changes be made. Um, they have within their power the ability to make these changes. And I think, you know, we look at the law that requires um, an open forum, a neutral format for the American people to assess their candidates. And yet we're seeing that um, these forums, while they are certainly partisan, 
um, and biased in nature, they also are being held after key primaries. And so we are removing the ability for Americans to hear from um, their very candidates before going to the voting box. So what would be some of the key reforms that uh, Chairwoman McDaniel would like to put into place that would satisfy her and the party? Yes. So, you know, we are looking, um, or the the chairwoman has requested um, that there be term limits for the board of directors. I think that is more than fair. That's something that we see um, in any healthy, uh, fair organization. And so several of the board members right now, they've been on the board for a decade. We've had some on the board since 1996. So, I mean, you're looking at right now, people who are going to vote have been alive less time than these, um, than these board members have been running these debates. So that's, that's number one. Um, we're also looking to make sure that um, these folks who are affiliated are not engaging in partisan political activity, um, engaged in the presidential election. That seems like it should be common sense. You know, we shouldn't be having um, officers for the debates, staff, et cetera, making public comments that support a candidate. And yet right now, that's not a clear guideline that's already spelled out. I mean, I think these things would be really astonishing to the American people if they realized um, that these weren't guidelines that were already um, already there. And, and I think outside of that, we have several more here that she's requesting. Um, but I think one of the key ones here is establishing transparent criteria for selecting moderators. You know, we saw last fall just the bias that was against Republicans. And I think that we'll see that again, no matter who is on the debate stage, if we don't have um, transparency in who is moderating these debates. Folks, she is Rachel Lee, Director, Northeast Regional Communications for the Republican National Committee. And uh, Rachel, great to talk to you. Keep up the good work and we'll talk to you again. Thank you, John. All right, folks, there it is. And you're listening again to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, let me say this. I know that Mike Pence, uh, former Vice President Pence, was in New Hampshire last night. And I, I know this, I know in some ways it seems like a long way off, but right now it is June, think of this, June of 21. <clears throat> Next year is the midterms. Next year it's all about the Republicans have a chance, take back the House. Five seats, if they can flip five seats in the House and one seat in the Senate, Though then Nancy Pelosi is gone. Kevin McCarthy becomes the new speaker. Mitch McConnell then once again, Senate Majority Leader. I believe in 2023, think about that. We are 18 months away from people starting to announce that they're running for president. I think in in the spring of 23, which again, I fully get. It seems like, wait a minute, we just had the election. But... I, I think, you know, we may have former President Trump on the stage. He announced in June of 15. And I think this year it's going to be moved up even. I think as soon as the year 23 hits, I think maybe even before that, you're going to start seeing people announcing for president. Some people are going to hesitate with him in the race. I just can't warm up to Vice President Pence. I don't know what the solution is for 24 Uh, I think if President Trump wants to run again, and he hasn't decided yet, he obviously is focused on trying to, you know, with the midterms, win back the House and help get some House seats and take that over. That's why it's also too bad Rhode Island held on to our congressional seat because Landrin is just a 
complete, you know, mails it in for the Democrat Party. Actually, if it had gone to Florida or Texas or Arizona or Georgia, you at least should have a chance of uh, probably a Republican would have picked up that seat. But anyhow, um, but that's really the focal point. And, and I tend to think a lot of people are going to wait till after that. But it's it's um, I think it's reasonable because the networks are going to want it. And I think it's very reasonable to believe that maybe as early as February, February, March, maybe February, March of um, of 23, that they could have the first probably Fox. You know, you have Fox, Newsmax, um, One America. They're all going to want to host Republican debates. So uh, former Governor Chris Christie, he's already expressed an interest. You have former Vice President Mike Pence. He was in New Hampshire, as I said last night. You obviously have, you know, the kingmaker, President Trump. So who is it that would, I, I think if he's in it, it's, it's going to keep a number of people out. I think, you know, a number of people are saying Governor DeSantis of Florida. I, I think he wants to wait and see what President Trump is going to do. I think a number of people are going to hesitate to jump in if president trump is going to jump in i think it's um it's going to be tough it's going to be tough to be on the stage with him folks obviously the networks the media would love and want president trump to run again i'm not saying it but they definitely do their ratings are way down since he left cnn's ratings way down everything is way down that's why they continue to try to keep him in the news so i don't i don't think he's decided yet and i think a big part of this if he can play a big factor, and he is still playing a big factor. Now, Vice President Pence was saying, and I just can't warm up to him. You know, I actually heard, I think on Morning Joe, I flip around in the morning, but they were mentioning that they, they just feel that he has a, um, that Mike Pence, um, it's like a bad Ronald Reagan impression. And, you know, that's a, that's a little rough, but there's just something, I, I mean, to me, it's it's not even close if if President Trump is is going to be, there's a possibility that he's going to come back. I don't, I just don't see how anyone stands in the way. And I, like I said, I think a lot of people, they may, you know, certain people would certainly not want him to be part of it. But I, I think it still then becomes he's just the front runner. And, and you may get some people uh, that would still run regardless of that. But I think a lot of, People like uh, the governor of Florida, who a lot of people like a lot, Governor DeSantis. I think he, um, I think he stays out. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro show. Now, I want to play. There's some drama going on regarding the education commissioner. And she's calling out. You know, I've seen a lot of this on social media. And um, let me hear. This is the Channel 10 report. Comments from Rhode Island's education commissioner responding to critics who says, who she says, have attacked her name and her accent even. NBC 10's Lindsay Adeluka is at the live alert desk to explain the latest chapter in this ongoing Providence school saga, Linz. Yeah, Mario, good morning. The Education Commissioner says that the Latino community is coming to her defense after disrespectful comments were made about her. Others want her to resign in the wake of the Providence school's hiring scandal involving a former district administrator. Now, Angelica Infante Green says that you don't have to like me, but you do have to work with me. And let me tell you, I cried many a nights with the situation with Harrison. So no one here can tell me that they're more devastated than I am. Because I made a promise and I intend to keep it to the family and the community. Wow. 
Uh, the commissioner spoke at length during a public state education oversight meeting last night. These comments all prior to an update on the state takeover of Providence schools. Infante Green adding that she's disappointed in the distraction that all of this has become. I put my reputation on the line. I worked countless hours to make sure that we had a superintendent in there that can do the job. He made a mistake. And he made a mistake and jeopardized me. Doesn't pain anyone more than me. If I could go back, we'd do all this differently. Uh, we've reported extensively on the contentious nature of those contract negotiations. If you've been following us and now in mediation, is, they are talking in mediation. Well, the big story now is that they actually replaced Infante Green, they being Governor McKee, with Tony Alfonso to represent the state during mediation. He'll be at the table on Monday. Mario? You know, that was actually a while ago. And they didn't play some of the better uh, cuts in that piece where she even gets into and saying and you mock me and i mean it's uh but folks this has been going on i've seen this i i don't to me it's kind of like I, what took you so well i'm not trying to say that but what what took you so long this is the union they don't care they and you know i don't i don't know if it's so much she thinks it's racist it's like to me it's not personal she's in their way the, all they care about is the contract all they care about is the contract. Remember, when it comes to dealing with the teachers' union, don't judge them on what they say. Judge them on what they do. They don't get that. They, they well, you know, we're all going to come together, and we're all going to, you know, this is for the kids. We have to be part of the solution. Folks, this is, this is really simple. They basically, all they want is they want a new contract. And when do we want it? Now, as they like to say. So... If anyone is mistaking this business of that, you know, we're all going to come together and we all need to, it, it's, it's, it's completely not happening. I mean, that's, that's all they care about. So I've seen a lot of the stuff on online and on social media where they do. They mock her name. They had a fake Twitter account. It's all union related. It's all a distraction. It's all to try to just, you know, for lack of better, but like muck up uh, the work that is being done. And they want to, they just, they're, they're, they are disruptors. They want to frustrate the process. Uh, they, they don't want her to succeed. I don't know how else to describe it like that. So as far as race though, they, they just view her, you know, they could actually say, you know, it's nothing personal. It's just business. And I would actually believe them. There's definitely some racist stuff thrown in, but it's really just bullying. It's juvenile. And it's this disruption. Let me hear. This is the um, Channel 12 report on it. Uh, I think it could be a little bit more sound of the commissioner, as a matter of fact. Here we go. Okay. Rooted in racism. I'm Shannon Heggie. I'm Mike Montecalvo. Angelica Infante Green put her foot down during a meeting of the state's council on elementary and secondary education. 12 News reporter Kim Colunian listened in and joins us now with who the commissioner believes is behind the verbal attack. The union. Infante Green is calling these personal attacks, and they come amidst the ongoing contentious negotiations between the state and the Providence Teachers Union and the recent resignation of the capital city's superintendent. 
Thursday night's meeting of the state's council for K-12 schools taking a turn when Education Commissioner Angelica Infante Green departed from her prepared remarks to address what some are calling racist attacks. Personal attacks on my name? Yep. My accent? Yep. It's not okay. It's not okay. I look like the kids that we are failing. Wow. Infante Green's senior advisor, Victor Capayan, saying in a text message circulated this weekend that he's been watching as the union and others around Rhode Island have made it their mission to take down the commissioner with what he yep. called vicious attacks and racist commentary, something he says would not be happening if Infante Green was a white man. Providence NAACP director Jim Vincent submitting this testimony ahead of Thursday's meeting, saying it has been brought to my attention that in recent months, the Commissioner of Education, Angelica Infante-Green, has been subjected to harassment, which I feel is rooted in racism. Vincent says Infante-Green has been called a carpetbagger, writing, the word has racial overtones rooted in America's South. He also references the intentional misspelling of her first name, like in this Twitter account, which calls her a professional liar, gaslighter, wow. and defender of all things Angelica. The account has since been deleted. At Thursday's meeting, Infante-Green implied teachers were behind the attack. Yep. And these are the same people that teach our kids. That's right. Yep. That is what's wrong with a broken system. Yes. And yes, my name is Angelica. It has an accent on the E, and it is extremely disrespectful. I'm the first commissioner of color. Don't think that that doesn't escape everyone. Wow. And we did reach out to the head of the Providence Teachers Union no for response. comment, but so far we have not heard back. Of course not. Meanwhile, at the meeting, Infante Green defended the state takeover of Providence schools, saying despite criticism, progress is being made, and she's not going anywhere. In the newsroom, I'm Kim Kalunian, 12 News. Listen, there's only one way, and again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show, there's only one way that this gets solved. You, They, they are ready for war. If you actually believe and buy into this business that they are, they want to be part of the solution, they want to try to help, they're not trying to solve anything. All they care about is a new contract. What, are they, what do we want? New contract. What do we want? It now, listen, and I understand also that now they're just trying to bide their time. And the, the real war is going to heat up as soon as these kids are out of school, which is coming. A couple more weeks in Providence. But that's what this is all about. Don't think it's about anything else. They wait you out. They they she's in the way they want a new deal they want a new contract that's what this is all about so this then they go into some of the juvenile stuff distracting stuff it's a mob it's a mob mentality someone a teacher the teachers are some of them are brutal and you can't fire them it's impossible to fire them think how emboldened they feel no matter what they do you can't fire them does that sound like a recipe for results what if the patriots what if the Patriots, if you have players, no matter what, you can't get rid of them? Now, granted, they could say, well, they have contracts and everything else, but then you, you at least can put them on the bench and not play them. But you can't get rid of them. Impossible. That's how the, the contract has to be torn up. The contract has to be torn up. And the only reason you do a state takeover is to rip up the contract. There will be no progress unless that contract is destroyed. The contract, that, it begins and ends. Hear me out. No one else is telling you this. It begins and ends with the contract. The contract gives all the power to the union. The reason why the district in Providence is failing is because of the contract. The, the principals are not in charge. The education commissioner is not in charge. The superintendent is not in charge. Who's in charge? The union. Until the contract is destroyed, nothing will improve.
Zero. Not going to happen. Well, we hope you can help all you want. Not happening. Nope. Begins and ends with the contract. The whole reason, one thing I will say about Mayor Lorza, the whole reason that they went into this business of a state takeover was it gives you the power to destroy the contract. And she's exactly, everything she has been saying has been right. She said it's way too heavy. This contract is like 90 pages, 100 pages long. No, get rid of it. Non nonsensical. I remember Central Falls 10 years ago. Central Falls, they had a 95-page contract. I spoke with the head of a, a college president. His contract was three pages long. These people, they think they're professional athletes. I've told you, this is, if, if you brought in outsiders and said, let's explain the situation, they would look at people like, are you people like on glue? What are you on? Are you nuts? The NFL has a thinner contract with broadcast rights, with the networks. These people are not professional athletes. But see, it's all about the contract. That's all that matters. And now they're going to fight, and now they're going to rally, and now you, you have to blow this up. And they're going to say, they're just here to break the union. They have a, they have a lock on it. You know what else is, is just incredible that, again, no one mentions, but you're not even talking about like it's a great system worth preserving right it's not even that it's not like how dare you come in to try this they're fourth worst in the country it can't get any really any worse and the people that are chasing away all the commissioners and they're very open that's what we do we chase away the commissioners um they they make no bones about it you know what else is disingenuous these people that try to say well the union they're just doing the job really what's really the job i thought the job was supposed to be education see that's the problem I don't know how this ever started. Public sector, right? All the teachers' unions, everything. It's a monopoly. Why do they get better results in the charter schools? Because they don't have the contract. It's all about the contract. This isn't, a, let me just be very clear. This isn't about community needs to come together. This isn't about new buildings. Those are all distractions. This begins and ends with who's in charge, who's the contract. There are people that need to be fired. There are people that don't perform. There are people that are disruptors. The, right now, these are the inmates who are running the asylum. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in and see them. Tropical plants, hibiscus bushes, mandevillas, annuals, perennials, trees, and shrubs. Listen, they're open seven days a week. Next week, the weather really heats up. Stop in and see them. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They have such a beautiful selection, great service family-run business look for them on facebook they have a great facebook page pr landscape materials and garden center 3688 quaker lane in north kingstown today listen it's kind of a drizzly day good day to go they'll be open all weekend and then next weekend it's like uh, excuse me next week is uh summer really starts to kick in sunday looks like it's going to be beautiful stop it and see them or you could always get a gift certificate it's pr landscape materials and garden center you know um many times there are things that people are trying to say, you know, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. I, I'm telling you, I mean, this begins and ends with the contract. I also want to comment, all this stuff you've heard about gun control. Well, with this murder that happened in Newport, one of the guys who's the accused murderer, he's 18 years old. He was arrested twice this spring. Gun possession. Police are doing their job. February and April, gun possession. He doesn't have a license. He doesn't have that nothing like that so this stuff about gun laws if if the system is letting these people back on the streets 
If that guy was locked up, that kid wouldn't have been murdered. So all these advocates, we got to get the guns off the street. Well, what good is it? The police, Newport and Middletown, they did their job. They arrested him. They they brought in, they had the evidence. It's the system that let him out. This guy that, uh, Paula, if he had been locked up the way he should have been, what good? All this talk about gun control, we got to get the guns off the street. We have a gun problem. Well, he, he, and first of all, he was arrested twice with guns, but he used a knife. He's a dangerous individual. What are the other things we hear about why all the gang violence in Providence? Well, you know, it's asthma. Uh, it's bad drinking water. See, this is because people are hungry. This is a housing. Uh, cre- no, no, no. He's he's I don't know what this guy's deal is, but he was arrested twice just the past few months for gun possession. Let back out on the street. And then what did he use? Allegedly over Memorial Day weekend. He's charged with murder with a knife. Stab that poor kid, Max, right in the a URI student, right in the neck. Honor student from URI. Life gone. Police did their job. Police arrested him. You know, this element of, well, you know, he's, he's 18 years old. He, if he were locked up, that, that kid from, from Little Compton, uh, the murder in Newport, he'd, he'd still be alive. And then even when they took the guns away, he resorted to a knife. So all this, you know, sometimes it's very obvious. The problem is not, it's not too many, it's, it's who has the guns. But then when you arrest them, how about enforcing the law? Now, they should not have let this guy back out on the street. If he was still locked up, then that wouldn't have happened. What was he even doing out at 3.30 in the morning? Maybe there should be provisions. All right, you get to be out. You got to be home at 9 o'clock. You got to be home. You know, you have to be in your home from 8 in the morning till 8 o'clock uh, at night. You can leave your house. You got to be home after that. I don't know, something, something different. But many times people, you know, what can be done to solve it? Well, like in Providence, what's it's, it's the contract. All this other stuff is just a distraction, but it begins and ends with the contract. And all this talk about gun control, and blah, 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 well, that's really not it. It, um, it all actually has to do with just the, it's, the, the union is running the show. If you want things to change, then you need to change that up. But if they're still going to run the show, then, right, like the expression, nothing changes if nothing changes. And until you can have accountability and principal running schools, things are not going to be better. The whole reason why things are better in charter schools is because they don't have the dominating contract. It's that simple. Someone said to me, it can't be that simple. It is that simple. It's absolutely that simple. Folks, again, we have some uh, original stories. You can read about it on the website, depetro.com. And remember, depetro.com, brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue. In uh, West Warwick, delicious food open noon till 10 o'clock, seven days a week, the Coesed Inn. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's spring and time to call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, pretty soon it'll be warm, it'll be hot. Why not have central air for your home? Call J.K.L. Engineering today, 401 401- 351 7600. Remember, with JKL, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. In the wintertime, JKL, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. It's going to be a hot summer. Call JKL Engineering today. Be nice and cool in your home this summer. Call JKL 401 351 7600. For 54 years, JKL's reputation 
second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL, they do it right. They do it right the first time. They're an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today. For light for Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401 351 7600. 401 351 7600. It's JKL Engineering. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly or maybe you have problems with it? I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Easy to remember, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator, or your stove, or oven, or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes, and the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed, the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. It's Sean DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Thursday afternoon, I get tipped off. Hey, something's going on at Kennedy Plaza. Oh, okay. The largest outdoor drug market in the Northeast. Kennedy Plaza right outside Providence City Hall, across from the Biltmore, right there in the center of the Renaissance Sanctuary City. So... I am out and about. I might as well. All right. There's a tip. So I will check it out. And folks, there it is. And you can see it on the website, petro.com. By the way, first one there. Second major story of the week. We broke the vandalism story on Monday night at the uh, Veterans Monument. And then, boom, there it is. Kennedy Plaza has been transformed into, now it's black, not all Black Lives Matter Plaza. It's going to be going on all weekend. And I, I wanted a couple things about this. Number one, you can't ignore the fact that there's politics behind this, meaning Mayor of Providence, Jorge Lorza, he's been thinking of doing this for a while. Uh, I also put out last year in September, there was talk about this. And I put that out on the website to petro.com. So but the timing wasn't right and they didn't have the right spot. They were initially going to put it in front of the Providence Place Mall. 
Instead, they decided on Kennedy Plaza. No big announcement, no meeting, no vote. That's it. Never mind the fact Black Lives Matter has certainly uh, become very controversial in the news as of late because the fact that they took sides in the Palestinian-Israeli conflict, siding with the Palestinians, the fact that some of their former members are resigning because of money problems, because of the fact that many Jewish groups are saying they feel that they're anti-Semitic, but that doesn't stop Kennedy Plaza, now being known as Black Lives Matter Plaza in Providence. And I also want to just straighten out. Some people are saying, oh, they're saying it's just for the summer. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, let's be clear about this. Really, just for the summer. Well, if you go to the website, thepetro.com, I did a live stream from there yesterday. That's number one. Number two. Yeah, temporary for the summer. Let me know when they're going to take it off. Because I'm sure that won't turn into a protest. Oh, no, you don't think there'd be objections over that. It's not temporary. I don't know how these people even say it. You know how it could pass and how they get around announcing it or getting permission or anything? By saying it's temporary. If they say it's going to be permanent, then there's going to be hearings. There's going to be zoning. There's going to be city council weighing it. There's all kinds of things that go along if something permanently... Oh, no, it's just going to be temporary. And that's how they get around it. You know, many times they never name a permanent person. There are people that have jobs and they say, oh, no, they're just, you know, the temporary director. There, there are people that are the, quote, temporary directors for like eight to ten years. And the way they get around it is if they make them permanent, then they have to have a certain process and go through a hiring thing. No, that, that is not temporary. And you watch. Mark my words. This will now be known as is going to be an event. At Black Lives Matter Plaza. Someone, oh, no, no, it'll still be. No, no one's going to call it Kennedy Plaza. JFK? Isn't he, wasn't he white? Doesn't that make him a white racist? If he's white, that makes him a white surprise. I mean, folks, don't, I mean, does, is everybody this foolish that you don't see exactly how this thing is going to play out? It's not going to be temporary. Oh, yeah, it's only going to be temporary. Yeah, it's going to be temporary, all right temporarily let me let me know how that goes let me know when it's going to be decided that they're now going to remove it they're not going to remove it are you kidding me if anything folks this is going the other way like are people this naive now it starts in providence you're going to see someone say well we should have a black lives matter plaza in woodsocket and then someone else is going to say we should have one in Central Falls, and we should have one in Pawtucket. Um, th this isn't going away, and then it's going to be, like, you know, there should be one in Newport. There should be one in Pitka Community, everywhere where there's an activist. How come we don't have one here? How come they have it? What, is it only a Providence thing? There's no way this is just going to be a Providence thing. No, there will be Black Lives Matter plazas popping up all over the state. So if there's anyone that has a problem with it, Either be vocal or get used to it. You're listening to The John Cooper Show. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured, 
tree removal company with a licensed arborist yankee tree service they provide various tree services including tree removal pruning land clearing stump grinding and bobcat service check out their website yankeetreeservice.com whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding yankee tree service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps tree pruning you know many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down the licensed arborists with yankee tree service they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree emergency service or bucket truck service they'll get up in the bucket call yankee tree service today for a free quote 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This is the perfect time of year. If you're going to have any paving done around your home, really improve the look of it. Well, you want to call J. Perry Paving, letter J, J. Perry Paving today at 732 732- 1730 732 1730 you can find them online letter j j perrypaving.com they're also on facebook j perry paving residential commercial seal coating patios what a difference it makes how aesthetically pleasing it is folks invest in your home invest in your property your business j perry paving provide high quality fear pricing exceptional service hey they'll offer a free estimate any project what a difference it makes you could have a beautiful home but if you have a cracked driveway or some different cracks or just maybe it hasn't been done in a while call j perry paving today this is also a great time of year to have that patio done seal coating residential commercial j perry paving call them 401-732-1730 they're the best 732-1730 it's incredible asphalt paving whether it's a brand new project or maybe it's just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed it's affordable smooth safe to drive on aesthetically appealing looks beautiful hey and the snow melts right off it j perry paving call them for a free quote maybe just thinking about it this is the perfect time have that driveway done patio done j perry paving call them 732-1730-401-732-1730 j perry paving look for them online at j letter j j perry paving.com and also on facebook it's john DePietro on am 1380 99.9 fm listen online at the website now as far as kennedy plaza now becoming black lives matter plaza uh you know, there's a lot of different dynamics to this. First of all, good luck uh, to anyone who will publicly, as far as an elected official, elected official, uh, speak up against it. Uh, they won't. They won't. They won't in, in this climate, in this state. Uh, they would be 
I mean, we well, we kind of know, right? You'd be called a racist. It would take a certain type of individual to stand up to it. People are very afraid. I've heard that there were several people that the news was looking to have on and speak out again, and they all backed out. Um, but but downtown, you know, across the country, some people are vocal. They're very difficult. And and when I when you see that, that's why. And again, for those that missed it, again, if you go to my website, I broke the story, topetro.com, where they have transforming Kennedy Plaza, uh, huge letters, all Black Lives Matter Plaza instead of Kennedy Plaza, downtown Providence, right across from Providence City Hall, right across from the Biltmore. And I find it comical that, the, that people are actually reporting, oh, it's just temporary. It's just for the summer. Well, that's how you get around things. By saying it's temporary that's how you don't have to get you know special permits or permission or have a vote or you know it's just going to be kind of like when they you know paint the middle of the road we gatsby parade they you know paint that red white and blue or in chapachet they have the ancient horribles or you know anything like that oh no it's just temporary yeah it's temporary yeah let me know when they're going to be removing it after the summer in september i want to make sure that we're ready and i'm uh, geared up for a riot it's not temporary. It's never being, folks, look at what's going on. Can you imagine? Once it goes down on the pavement, <laughs> let me know. I want to be there to watch it and film it and cover it when they decide they're going to remove it. Yeah, that'll turn into a riot. It's never, it's not, it's not going to be less. There's going to be more of it. It's going to spread. Are you kidding? How do you now? If you're, if you're the Woonsocket City Council, uh, you're the city of Woonsocket. How do you not have, what, you don't have a Black Lives Matter plaza? You can't rename something in honor of, of that? you kidding? Let me know when someone turns it down. The next one, the first, the next one up is Pawtucket. Absolutely the next one up is Pawtucket. And they will start to refer to it as Black Lives Matter plaza. And then I would think the next one might be Central Falls. Then it gets interesting because I would think next up, on the progressive agenda. They're gonna shoot for Newport, and then they're also gonna shoot for probably Woonsocket, and then some of these other communities. Barrington will probably wanna do it. They have uh, you know some shopping plazas, and they'll do it like over there and rename something instead of whatever it is. Warrington Town Plaza will become Black Lives Matter Plaza. And then Bristol Warren, and then, you know, we'll see the signs, hate has no home. I wanna. Again, folks, this is interesting because I just want to watch any of these town committee hearings and meetings they're going to have like that. If someone and, and by the way, they'll just say, oh, yeah, we're just going to do a temporary. Oh, yeah, it's just going to be temporary, except it's going to be permanent because who the hell in their right mind, elected officials are too afraid to speak up and be like, whoa, 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 we're not doing this. We're not going to call this Black Lives Matter Plaza. No, this is named after. I mean, anything that is named after a white person is is gonna change and that's gonna be the demand. And what do you think if there's a town where then uh, South Kingstown will be first? So that if there's a town where there's someone saying that they they don't think they should do that or I'm uncomfortable with that or what's, you know, maybe the merchants in a certain area don't want, are you kidding me? They'll have protesters in there. They're gonna be screaming up and down. I, I, I'm not saying that there aren't some people with a spine that would stand up to the mob. I just wanna see them. Because so, so far lately, living in this area, 2021, I don't see it. I don't see it. Everybody folds like a, a cheap suit. Um, 
and, and people are afraid of a backlash if they don't. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, you know, I don't know what to think about the news. The news does it. They don't know what to do anymore. They're, they're afraid to cover it. They're afraid not to cover it. So they're afraid that if they cover it and then there's negative comments about it on their station website, then they don't feel comfortable about that. And then they want to take it down. And, um, the, the loud voices are winning out. The loud voices are winning out in this whole debate. They just are. And it's, I'm not saying it's the, the right voices. So now I think here's what a lot of people are going to say. They don't care. They don't really go to Providence. Does it really matter? Kennedy Plaza, Black Lives Matter Plaza. That's what I mean. I mean, to say it's, you should see the work and effort that's going into it. This isn't a small thing. These are huge letters. They had to pounce into it, they call it. And it's carved, literally like carved into the pavement. It's very elaborate. They have a real professional crew that are doing this. This is not somebody, you know, goes up and down and paints a few red, white, and blue stripes for the parade route. This is, this is being applied and done in a fashion that would be of a permanent nature. You know why? Because it is permanent. Now, I'm already getting email from people. What? Where do they, they can't do this. They got to get permission. They got, listen, they, you do it under the guise of, just temporary and then good luck let me see the people are going to step forward and say i want this removed they will have an angry mob after them now it also should not be missed out and i find it ironic this is the same week that the veterans memorial was was vandalized and i've told you the next step is going to be that that the the black lives matter crew they're gonna say the same groups that wanted the Columbus Christopher Columbus statue removed. You you mark my words. They will start to say they want these military monuments, war monuments. Uh, you know that is what they're putting out there with the talking points. You know people that died in World War II or died in Vietnam or died in Korea. They're not. These are the Black Lives Matter, uh, defund the police, socialists, Antifa. Here are the far left progressive. Their talking points. Those people are not war heroes. They were fighting and, and bombing oppressed people. These are not people to be celebrated. That will be the new talking point. All right, a lot more on this. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. This portion of The John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Call Brother Roland today, now offering weekly trash collection services. Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have those purple dumpsters and the facebook page stands out purple and yellow brothers disposal again offering weekly trash collection services call for an estimate 401-688-0517 401-688-0517 come on brother call brothers disposal today put a purple dumpster in your driveway maybe you're doing some spring cleaning or maybe you want to clean out that basement the garage the attic Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. And remember, now offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate. It's Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional? 
Group has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401 272 3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever guaranteed call lawn doctor today check out their website lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025